Welcome in to a bonus episode of View from the West podcast. I'm your host, Greg Armstrong, and this past week, we pushed to over 500 followers on Twitter. So thank you so much to everyone who listens, who follows along on Twitter and has some fun with us. We love it. I love it. Mitch Stormer, we're having a great time with it. So this week, to celebrate 500 followers on Twitter, we wanted to do a bonus episode. So this bonus episode, we're going to take you behind the scenes a little bit and give you a look at what goes into making a Friday night of covering high school football. So as some of you may know, uh, for 12 years, I covered local high school sports in the Quad Cities area. I started as a photographer and reporter at KWQC in Davenport, Iowa. We obviously covered the Illinois side of the river as well. And then I moved to WQAD, which is in Moline, Illinois. And for three or three and a half years, I worked um, covering high school sports alongside sports director Matt Randazzo, Corey Cuffler. I worked for years with Brian Stocking, who is now an executive producer and stats guru with WQAD. And since I've left, uh, Celia Palermo has joined them as a reporter as well. They do great work covering high school football on the Illinois and the Iowa side of the river for The Score WQAD. It's 1035 every Friday night during the high school football season. Uh, Since leaving WQAD in 2017, I've stayed connected with them and helped them out on Friday nights. I mean, Friday night football is a big reason why it's probably the reason what I loved most about working in local high school sports. There's just something very special about Friday nights and the way communities rally around a football game. And I love being a part of that. And so, you know, Channel 8 and Matt Randazzo, Corey and Celia have let me stick around and keep helping them out. So for this bonus episode, I wanted to give you a look into what it takes to get to a high school football game and uh, kind of timestamp along the way of what it takes to get to the game, get the highlights, get back, get it edited and get the show on the air. Uh, They do a great job of presenting the show at 1035, but there's a lot that goes into it in the hours that lead up to that. So I wanted to give, um, you know, a little inside look at how that works. And, you know, I'll just start by, you know, giving you a firsthand account, you know, giving the uh, updates along the way on a Friday night. So for me, a Friday night starts about 4.30 or 4.45 when I head to WQAD and pick up a camera and talk to Matt Randazzo about kind of what we're expecting and how the show looks heading into that night. From there, I'll take you from game to game, back to edit, and then getting the show on the air. Stick around for the end. You're not going to want to miss the debriefing when all of us sit down and kind of talk about how the show went, what went into making the show, and what we all enjoy about Friday nights. I hope you enjoy the conversation about half as much as we enjoyed having the conversation. It's a really great time. So without wasting any more time, come along for the ride on a Friday night. Enjoy this bonus episode of View from the West podcast. Talking Illinois high school football. If your goals are as high as you talk about, tonight's the night you go out and just take one more step. It's a view from the West. And it starts right now! All right, well, as the introduction said, I'm going to take you along for the ride on this bonus episode. It is about 5.45 right now. I just picked up my camera gear from WQAD. I'm in the car right now on my way to Fulton. Uh, Fulton, now a member of the Northwest Upstate Illini, 
will host East Dubuque in week two of the high school football season. I will get some highlights there in the first quarter, and uh, hopefully there'll be some touchdowns, and then I will hit the road and get to Morrison, where Morrison is hosting Kiwani. So like I said, it's about 545. I'm planning to get there about 615, 620. It has been raining off and on a little bit on this trip. So uh, for as much as I love covering high school football, I don't necessarily love covering high school football in the rain. Trying to keep the camera dry and trying to keep myself dry along the way is always an adventure. So uh, hopefully it holds off a little bit, but um, on our way to Fulton and we will check in when we get there and start gathering highlights. It is about 6.30. We have arrived in Fulton and it appears that the rain is going to hold off. So that is a great thing. Hello, I'm with WQID. Do you guys have rosters over here? I don't have any here. I think they're all in the... Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sounds give good. Me any, I'll grab one. No problem. about 7.45-ish, uh, shot football highlights for about 40 minutes while I was there, and uh, actually, of all things, you couldn't ask for a much better setup. I had the kickoff return for a touchdown from East Dubuque, and the first play from scrimmage for Fulton was also a touchdown. So I got touchdowns right out of the gate, which is always a blessing in TV news because you want to move as fast as possible uh, I was able to stick around for a little while and got another touchdown from East Dubuque, and now I am on the road. Headed to Morrison. Morrison is hosting Kiwani in a Three Rivers uh, game, conference game. So I am on my way there now. Should be there around 8 o'clock. We'll check back in. All right, right around 8 o'clock, just pulled into Morrison. Looks like they are just coming out of halftime. Kiwani is winning 21 nothing. So uh, honestly, couldn't have timed it out any better. Um, just about to start halftime, or just about to end halftime, and uh, I can get out and get some highlights right away, and hopefully uh, get back to the station at a decent time. So uh, let's walk in. So I was mistaken. Morrison and Kiwani were not at half yet, and I ran in to realize Morrison was about to score. Good news is I got down, got a touchdown from Morrison right before they went to half. So one play, one highlight. So that's good. 
I'm on the sidelines waiting for halftime to end. I'm here with Kevin Core, photographer from KWQC TV. So like kind of my rival tonight because I help out WQAD. So, you know, I don't we're, know if Daz, I don't, I don't know if Daz was going to like that I'm talking to you and I'm putting you on the podcast <laughs> before he gets his voice in the podcast. So Ooh, anyway, I'm above <laughs> nice. so we're here. We're waiting it out. Kevin started in Fulton with me. He's now in Morrison. Kevin, I got to ask, what is, for anyone listening, what is the most important thing to do as a photographer on a Friday night? What do, what do you got? Get a roster. <laughs> ah, yes. very. I, I don't know how many times you, you go back, somebody goes to edit, and, oh, I don't know who did these plays. <laughs> and, then, and then it becomes number five with that great run. And look at how good number 22 exactly. looks. Yeah, and yeah. We're, we're lucky with Iowa, though, that they have the uh, – that's, the varsity bound. That's true. The Iowa Still side. A yeah, the state of Iowa does a really good job of running a website that kind of keeps rosters updated. They keep stats, which is great. Illinois, take notes. Do that. That would help us out a ton. Very much so. So anyway, Kevin, tonight, let's see. We had two plays, two highlights from Fulton and East Dubuque. So that's awesome. We stuck that out for a few more minutes. Add in the onside kick and the fumble. It was really four plays. <laughs> so <laughs> you, <laughs> you wanted to leave, but I told you, ah, oh, we stick it out. We stick it out. Because, you know, as Dan Pearson used to always tell me, you got to push it. You got to push it a little yes, bit. Yes. So we could have left. We stuck it out a few extra minutes. We did get one more touchdown. Yeah, the extra East Dub touchdown. So <laughs> <laughs> so we got two, three highlights from there, three touchdowns, a couple more highlights. You got two plays from here before I got, or one play before I got here, and then we both got the touchdown. Yeah, I beat Greg by like two minutes and got an extra play because of it. <laughs> because, because of course, what's my downfall? I have to stop and take pictures of uniforms before I leave a game. So naturally, that had to happen. It's, it's all about the uni watch. <laughs> That's I mean. Exactly, exactly. So we got the uniform pictures in for both teams. So anyway, all right, Kevin. Is it going to be a hectic night? You going to cruise in easy, or is there ever an easy night? No, there's never an easy <laughs> that's night. The, that's that's you, the answer. Yeah, there are times you think it might be easy, like when you have four highlights and four plays, and then <laughs> everything you hit a halftime and everything's ruined. Yeah, and uh, the the reality of being a photographer shooting high school football on a Friday night is your life becomes staring at a little bar moving across the screen saying uploading waiting 20 percent done 30 percent done yeah my whole life is based on looking that little bar up until it gets to 100 percent yeah that and yelling at traffic as you're moving <laughs> from one location <laughs> yes. to the other but never speeding we never, never speed never. so all right we got about four minutes left in the half and then hopefully kevin we're going to get like two plays and two highlights and be out of here that's what i'm hoping since i gotta go to sterling yet <laughs> Yes, Kevin sells one more game. I'm going back to the station. I'm not, uh, I'm not pushing it that much. We got other guys there, so I'm, I'm good to go. So anyway, all right, Kevin, happy hunting tonight. Get some highlights. We'll talk to you later. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> all right, we are just before 8.20. We are just about to start the second half. Morrison trailing 21-6, to 6, hoping to get a few highlights here and then be headed back towards the Quad Cities. Well, here we go. I am back in the car. It is now almost nine o'clock. This is where the real adventure begins. I'm headed back to the station. Uh, Kiwani did get a touchdown uh, about the middle of the uh, fourth quarter. Um, was getting kind of late. I was really hoping they could punch one in on a fourth and 13. They went up top on a pass and a wide receiver made a heck of a catch in the back of the end zone. So uh, he really helped me out there to uh, 
get me back on the road with a touchdown from each team. So that's great. So I am uh, on my way back, hoping to be back at the station around 9.40ish, um, and then uh, start editing and uh, get highlights on the air. So like I said, this is where the adventure begins. We gotta get back, we gotta edit. Um, I gotta get my scripts kind of organized and sent to uh, everyone, to Matt Redazzo, Corey Cuffler, and Celia, who will be on the set. Uh, calling the highlights. So uh, yeah, here we go. The next time uh, next time you hear from me, I will be back in Moline and ready to edit. All right, so here we go. 9.45 back at the station. I'm sitting down to edit now. This is the most stressful part of the night. Getting all your clips organized, making sure you have the highlights in order, getting the right names and numbers in the script, getting the script sent, getting the video exported and put into the show. It's all the stuff that is the most stressful. No matter how much I feel like I've given myself enough time, I still feel like I'm under the gun. So editing right now, things are going good, got my stuff. Actually couldn't have asked for a better night. I had about three or four plays that were instant touchdowns. I had two touchdowns right away from the Fulton East Dubuque game. And then as soon as I showed up in Morrison, I was helped out there. So, but all that being said, you still get back and I feel like I'm in the, in the rush and under the gun. So here we go. We're going to get edited. We're going to get things on the air and then uh, we can take a deep breath and know that, uh, you know, we got another night in the books. All right, quick update. It is now about 10.15, and actually, man, I couldn't have asked for a better night because here we are, 10.15, things are edited, scripts are done, the video is in the show, so, man, we're still 20 minutes till the show starts, so um, I'll take it. That, 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 tonight, that's, this is a good night if you're done this early. Last week was definitely not that, that way, and it's normally not that way, so uh, I'll take this one. It's a win. We got great highlights. So now we're going to uh, sit back and, uh, you know, let Celia and Matt and Corey take over, uh, calling the highlights, and, uh, you know, we'll watch the show on the air. Yes. One minute and three or 30? What do you want? So, Hold on. Okay, that's not bad. I'll look it up right there. We'll go as planned you in have, this one. You have the names? Yeah, he put them on, but he wrote them in pen. I had them in marked. I can't read those at all. I know. He's doing Rock Ridge. What's after Rock Ridge? Keep me honest, Orion. Princeton. No, you're good. I think we're good. Um. The Quad Cities only half-hour high school football show. The score. Morrison looking to bounce back, hosting 1-0 Kiwani. Under a minute to go in the half. It is Morrison trying to get on the board. From two yards out, Alex Anderson does just that. The touchdown, 21-6, says the Mustangs trail then. On 4th and 13, Will Bruno going up top to Patterson for the touchdown. Their lead would grow to 28-6. Let's check out a final score in this one. It is Kiwani all over, 28-6, the final. Thank you so much for watching. Of course, college football this weekend. We'll have you covered right here on WQAD. We'll see you back here next week. All right, here we go. The show. <laughs> You're already laughing. We haven't even done anything yet. <laughs> All right, so we're here. Show's over. I try to introduce the show being over, and Celia is already <laughs> losing her mind. Just so here we way, go. The way you said it, okay? Okay, Celia, how'd the show go tonight? I can't do She's done. She's done. Stocking. How'd yes. the show go tonight? I thought it went well. Uh, we had a lot of good games, and we had some scores though that came in late. Like the UT game finally got over, like after the show got over. Stocking. What's it like? 
So, okay, introduce everyone. Brian Stocking. Brian Stocking, how long have you been, what do we call you, like, the super executive <laughs> producer? What do we call you? <laughs> well, I would say contributor. No, oh, it's more than that. Dazzle, what do you call him? It's got to be clean, though. Say that kind of things. What would I call him? I don't know what I even call I, He's a score expert. High school football. I don't want to say that to him. Look at him. He's so proud. He's so, so proud. I'd say score guru. Uh, yes. 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 Guru is the word that came to that mind. I would take that. Brian Stocking, how long have you been covering high school football in the Quad Cities area? This is my 25th year in Quad City Media. 25. Look at that. Man, it's, it's an anniversary year for yeah. you, Stocking. 25th year of teaching also. You know, back when I started, you know, I think there were like five high schools. And now, you know. <laughs> what? You know, there, were, you know. there were five high schools. But you didn't start when there was like one-room schoolhouses here. It's not, not that. <laughs> So, in our case, I feel like I was around with Moses. Brian Stocking has been around. And see, for me and Matt Randazzo, Corey Cuffler, Celia Palermo, who go out, shoot games, bring them back. We work. Call the, <laughs> we, the, work. We work hard. Dude, call, get, these guys call the highlights. These gal, this gal Thank calls you. the Thank highlights. You. Yes. Thank you. Um, Brian Stocking sits in the command module. Yes. So now... Twitter is your that that's your thing. You're you're perusing Twitter throughout the night, correct? Yes, to get scores, to get information for the sh- for the show, just to make sure that things are correct. Like uh, earlier tonight, there was a score that was said Rockridge was Rockridge one twenty eight to fourteen, and it's like no Rockridge one twenty seven to fourteen. So we had to make that edit Ooh, in the uh, in the scoreboard. So you know. You, it's just the, the, doing things like that for through the show to make sure that the show, when we go on at ten thirty-five, that we are factually correct. What, See, what did you what did you do before social media to get all that? Called. Did you work uh, oh, the phones? Oh, work the phone, work the phones, work the radio. Yeah. Yeah. It was you know we had several numbers that we would call and we would call you know starting around eight o'clock or so and trade scores and you know beg for scores from people and is it true the story that dan pearson tells that once in a while you'd have to call like the local watering hole to find somebody to shout out a random final score from you know the back of the bar well we might have (laughs) we might have done that a couple of times i'm not going to cop to that but we did call places that uh were where there were we had a lot of friends in low places. Calling, calling, oh, man. Calling a bar is not illegal. That's like, true. It's true. Okay. If there's someone there that went to the game and they know the score, that's a perfectly legitimate source. Yeah, that's, that's and back honestly, with- honestly, if it gets into the season and we're really strapped, we might have to make use of that going forward. That's, that's back when TV was TV. That's, <laughs> that's, that's some beautiful stuff right there. All right, so Marandazzo. Sports director, I don't even like, like, I call you that. It's just kind of like. I don't even like you. I don't even like you. Sports director, I don't like calling you that because, you you know, you think you're, like, so important. So here you go. Sports director, WQAD, how'd the show go tonight? It went good. It went really well. Like, sometimes it can be really, really bad, and sometimes it can be, sometimes it can be, I put it into categories, like, really bad and you can tell. Really, it went okay, but nobody could tell. And then it went good, and, like, we were relaxed and stuff. And, like, last week, like, it went well, and nobody could tell. 
Like, it went well on air, but, like, we were going crazy. It was chaos last week, you, yeah. And then your problem. You're a problem child. <laughs> yes, it was, yeah. But um, this week, like, it just felt relaxed and good and some good football games. And I think we're hitting our stride here about week two, and we'll get ready to rock and roll. How much fun is it to do the score mic'd ups, the coaches before the games, the talkbacks after games, like, all that stuff? That's kind of what we kind of established when I was here. And you guys have kind of, like, taken it to the whole next level. Yeah. That's – how, talk about that stuff. I think it's the best part of what we do. And it's funny because we did, we had an interview with Adam Height tonight, and it was, you know, we talked football and the game and X's and O's, and he did blah, blah, blah. And that's good. And the, for the football fan out there, they're like, oh, that's great. But like, it's that question about, you know, his son. And you see his face like light up because he just had a baby and the baby's watching him right now and all that kind of stuff. Those are the kind of things that I think set us apart from. And like making fun of um, Tippett or Hammer or any of those guys, um, it's that's what makes it fun, um, and it kind of establishes relationships. You know that you've got good friends that from doing this that are are now good friends of yours, and that's the same with us. So, um, and it breaks up the monotony of play after play after play after play because a lot of people are just looking for their plays. And then they're kind of done, so this gives them other stuff to watch. So the mic dubs were great. We kind of started that, and we had some really good ones. There's like a Hall of Fame. You got your Hall of Fame with <laughs> Schlemmer. And um, who was it back at Muscatine back in the day? I'm thinking, I can't remember uh, Jake Mueller, yeah. who I think went to Cedar Falls now. Yep. Yep. Um, but then also Gary Denhart was mid-county. Uh, mid was yeah. a great one. You know who's good now is Nick Welch. That's the one you'll see, I think, in our open, right? He's yeah, really, he's yep, he's had good ones. Yeah, yeah, he's fired up and he does a good job. See, sometimes that you'll point out a mistake. So, like, we had a mistake tonight. The one bad thing. <laughs> oh, here we go. No, it's okay to talk about it. Now we're making we didn't it public. Know, we it's didn't okay. know. Well, I think public. they saw I know it's public, We didn't but. know which Western Big Six coach in, in Peoria we would talk to on Zoom. And so I think at one point we thought Nick Welch, but also Ben Hammer, and in back, they didn't know which one it was, and they supered Ben Hammer as Nick Welch. Explain what a super is. A super is the name across the bottom of the yep. screen. So, and as good of friends as all these guys are, I don't think that you're going to like that too much. <laughs> like, no, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> no, so, but those are little things that in the, the, the chaotic night that, that happened and slipped through the cracks, I would put that on stockpile. Because he's, ah, he's in the control module making sure those mistakes don't happen, and they happened. Yeah, defend yourself. I didn't even know we, which one we were doing. I was I was not in privy to the changes, the, those he changes. Need, he was knee deep in stockpile gold, that's right, tweeting that's right. all that out. He was busy calling bars and talking to people in bars. We already established what he does all night. He was getting fool's gold. That's right. <laughs> absolutely the fool's gold. The stats that you oh, know stats. sometimes stats yeah. stocking they're a little silly he'll probably listen so um coach hammer on behalf of brian stocking i want to apologize for him <laughs> for making that whole thing happen we apologize okay so uh dazzo are you going to be mad that at halftime of the kiwani morrison game i actually talked to kevin core at halftime who's a photographer at kwqc the rival tv station so he was on this podcast before you were is that no, i like kevin but here's my question did you lie to him <laughs> did I did I tell him like, oh man, Channel Eight only got like two games tonight. We couldn't get anywhere. I, mean, yeah. I think I'm the only person who's shooting for Channel Eight. Like as long as you like didn't give away any secrets or anything, I yeah. think we're cool. But no, I love Kevin. So all right, was Kevin there to to preview the Western Big Six? No, I, no. Did you call Kevin? <laughs> no. no, you didn't call Celia. You didn't call Corey. Because okay, we got to get sports director. <laughs> so back <laughs> here we go. So way back when when I started in this TV market working, 
Uh, I didn't like Matt Randazzo, who I've just talked to for the last 10 minutes, but my coworker, who I really liked and had great relationship with, still do, Corey Cuffler, now at WQAD. You've made some really great hires. You hired Corey Cuffler, you hired me, yeah. you hired Celia and Stocking. I brought together the dream And Dan Pearson helps us out, too. And now Dan Pearson helps you out. How Dazzo, how have you so convinced have, this many people to come work for you? I it doesn't look, make sense. I look at it 12 years ago, I was just getting my butt kicked. <laughs> and you know, like, you're a wrestling guy. I agree. I you, We were back. kicking your butt. Yeah, well. Cuff, we were kicking his butt. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. There's not, I mean, we don't have rivalries in local media, but we were definitely better than you. Right. Who was I? Who was I? I would say that. I w- it was me and the Hoff. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> we don't need to go. We don't need to go down that road. Dezo was working by himself for many of years. No, yeah, exactly. So, no, I mean, I Cuff was the big key. Yep. I eat a double cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Corey Cuffler, when it comes to Friday. Okay, first, have you been doing Friday nights longer than stocking? This is my 25th year. Oh, you guys started the same year? Yeah, we, but he was in a different mo- were you in the, you were a different he was in a different market then i started in st louis back in uh fall of 97. okay there you go actually the the story i love the little bit of trivia i love is my senior year of high school the first week one of the season marquette played at profitstown that was Corey's first night covering football for the highlight zone correct it was, and uh, we, whoa, we, whoa. we we don't need to say names. We won't. <laughs> we won't mention the fact that I believe I shot at the time the wacky, if it was called that. Yeah. Um, and my camera was out of focus because my back focus was off, and I didn't know how to fix it. And I was with Paul Yeager, <laughs> and yep. eventually we fixed it and got it to work. But it was a disaster at first. It, we all have those disasters. I'm so still reeling. You, know. you don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I don't like you currently. You do. Well, I mean, there was a time. We were rivals, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. It's like Jordan and all the greats. Jordan Bird. You know. Yeah, that's right. Oh, so yeah. who's Jordan? <laughs> okay. So, Cuff, what is the most important thing as a photographer going out on a Friday night? What do you? What's the thing you have to do? You have to remember to do it. Get a roster. Kevin Kors said the exact same thing. So there you go. We, I think we're all in agreement. Yeah. And I'll admit, uh, there was a time and place where I'd get halfway down the road and be like, Whoop, yep, I don't have rosters from any of the games I just went to, and it's way too late to do it now. So, yeah, getting a roster is key. Sorry, sorry to those kids out, <laughs> yeah. out there. Then well, then you would call me at the station. How many, have we, done? How many have we done where we're just like, nah. And like, I even said on air, I'd be like, sorry, number eight's grandma. I know you're watching this. We don't have the right. We can't. And it wouldn't be we didn't have rosters. There's times that they'll bring the shot sheet out to us, and we couldn't find it. And then, of course, we went off air. I'm like, oh, I got it. I found it. And it was too late at that point. So Things get a little chaotic. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. I don't even know how to describe the chaos that is, like, during the show. And I tried to, like, I capture some of it. Ding. Yeah. Like, isn't it? Like, yeah. you get done, and whether you do good or you do bad. Like, like, I will look tonight at week three. Like, I will look at the schedule ahead just because yeah. you're just like, wow, like, that was fun. I mean, you don't do it. It's a sickness. We're all sick. Like, wow. aren't it's, we? Speak for yourself. You, it's an adrenaline rush, though. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what it is. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a controlled chaos, but it's an adrenaline rush. And it's like, we don't know what's about to happen, but we're going to get through it. And nobody on the other side is going to know that we just had no idea what was about to happen. When it's... when we don't have a script for something, when we don't know what video is coming, when we don't know if we have an interview coming up. But we get through it, and it's awesome when you do. I love that that's, like, how Dazzo started it. Like, the whole idea of, like, if it looks really good on air, 
but you don't know how chaotic it was behind the scenes. So some nights you leave, some nights you leave thinking, man, that show was rough, but no one else will ever know it. Those are the wins, you know, that you don't want to talk about the other nights where it's like, that was rough and and somebody probably noticed it. We've all had this where we're like, oh my gosh, I just got my butt kicked. And we'll go back and watch it and be like, oh, like that wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was. Haven't you had those nights where you're like, man, that that was a train wreck. And then there's been times like, I don't even want to watch it later. I don't really watch it a lot at all later. I'll watch what other people do, but not what we do. But I've watched a few. It was like uh, cringing. I'm like, nah, eh wasn't as bad as I thought it was. So it's never as bad as you think it is, and probably it's never as good as you think it is. That's, that's probably a fair point. That's probably a fair point. It's sort of like playing quarterback. You know, you're back in the pocket, and here comes the rush, and then, you know, the next play, you're, you know, you're doing the same. You know, you got the rush coming again, and it's like being – You're kind of the kicker. You do scores. <laughs> I'm the kicker, yes. But I don't have a, I have a, I have a bad heart, but I've, I've watched enough football to know. We bring you in at the end of the show to kick the game-winning field goal. Yes. That's what we do. I've, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, I'll t- uh, go, go with that. I'll, I'll be more Adam Vinatieri than John Rivetto. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the first one to admit that I'm not comparing myself to any to any high school to any high school athlete because I just uh, nah I didn't have it. I could talk about football all day, but nah, you're not gonna want to watch my highlights. I assure you, there are none, so you're not gonna see them. So, all right, final thoughts We're going around the room. Here we go. Do I end with stocking? Do I start with Brian no, stocking? Because he's gonna say something stupid, and I'm gonna want to. I'm gonna want to defend it. You're gonna want to re- have a rebuttal. Is that what you're saying? Like, you don't want him to get the last word. I All right, just get the last word. We're Shit. starting. So Friday night in the book stocking. I started this, recording myself talking at 4:45 when I left. Have you been talking the whole time? Yo, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I never stopped talking, uh, and I talk loud too. So we know. First, People who listen for all seven hours of this might be going, where's the I didn't. I didn't talk all seven hours, oh. but I recorded it, started recording when I left the uh, the day job, got here, grabbed camera, left, kept people, you know, updated. That's a cool, that's a cool idea. Along the way. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's, that's really a good idea. I'm going to listen. Yeah. All right. Well, to good. To this nonsense at the end. Well, yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. This is off the rails. All right. So, stocking. Yes. Your, your final thoughts. I'm, I'm sure these are going to be philosophical, enlightening, all of the things. Here we go. In both Iowa and Illinois, some of these smaller Iowa classes and uh, some of the big Illinois conferences, next week starts the start of conference or district play. So now you're going to, I think you're going to see the intensity ramp up because you'll have the smaller conferences in Iowa going into, into, into district play. The bigger conferences like the Three Rivers and the Western Big Six, they, go, they start conference openers next week. Intensity has to ramp up. I think you're going to see a lot of intensity in these next couple of weeks. Stocking is right. Conference play starts next week in the Western Big Six. That is exciting. Stocking, we don't uh, we don't cover the Iowa side on this podcast. Only Illinois. I so know you from the West, but <laughs> I, I I had to throw them a bone. But no, no you, you look. Yes, I do. <laughs> but you look at the Lincoln. Tra- I mean, not the Lincoln Trail. The Three Rivers and the Western Big Six. They both start conference play. Intensity is going to ramp up. Hold on. There's only one trail. There is definitely one trail, and I don't know how it works because I don't know how it gets to all the schools. But yeah, I thought there was more than one trail. I'll be, I'll listen to the podcast. I listen to it every every single time, and every time you talk about the Lincoln Trail, I go. <laughs> all right, so all right, fine. I'll I'll out myself here. Back way back when, I I thought it was the Lincoln Trails. I thought it was plural because Celia, it would naturally make sense that there's not one road that can get to every school in the Lincoln trail conference right so it had to be trails 
That's just you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. And there it is. All right, well, in this case, we're turning to Celia for her final word. It better be as inspiring and oh ready to go as Brian Stocking just had. I'm just here for the burgers and beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We are enjoying, uh, you know, some, some post-game. Corey I Cuffler. Burgers, but I, did, I, I had the burgers, but I stay away from the spirits. Okay. Thank you, Stocking, for that update. Appreciate it. Corey Cuffler, your final word. After doing this now for 25 years, I still don't feel like I've worked a day in my life. Oh, See, that's no, good. That's deep. Cry. That's good stuff. Dazzle, you're not that deep. You're not no, that. I am deep. I'm just happy to know that one of my worst rivals ever is now one of my best friends. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. This is awful. Shut, <laughs> shut this thing off. We're done. No, I will say, like, oh. this area, this is not done anywhere else. And with everybody, with like all the yep. stations and all the newspaper and stuff like that, like and I, I hope people realize how different this is. And it's not patting ourselves on the back because they're the fans and the schools and the coaches allow us to get to do this and vice versa. So it's just a unique, weird thing that will continue when when our kids are calling games and cuff. <laughs> oh my and, gosh! And all our kids are calling games and all that kind of stuff. And I'll still be uh, ending the show. <laughs> He'll still be in the command module yeah. doing the thing. So. He, he's always going to get the last word in. Stocking is going to get the last word no matter what we do. He did tonight on the show. Of course he did. Like, of course he did. Every weekend Quad Cities and you're like, blah, 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 blah. I, I can't remember. Blah, 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 blah. I, I had something <laughs> epic to say, but I forgot what it was. Epic. <laughs> epic. All right. We're wrapping it all up. That's it. That's a look at a Friday night and the chaos that ensues and the the debriefing that ensues afterwards, so. Did you let them know what time it actually is at night? So now we are at. go another 30 seconds. Oh, man, we are at 11.59. We are about to stretch into midnight, so we'll stretch then. As sports guys, we've never stretched before. We're, no. like, we right. We're usually way too heavy. We usually have way too much content. All right, here we go. To get us into midnight, we got to keep going. How about, let's talk about the biggest wins of the night. No, no, let's do this. After two games, what's your story of the year? Oh, man. A team, it can be a coach, it can be a, a player, it can be whatever. Celia's, like, no. bouncing no. off the walls here. She's ready to go. She's Okay, she'll go She'll go second. Brian Stocking, you take Hold the lead on. here. One. What? Not, like, 15. <laughs> one. Jerome. And it's, a, it's an oh, Illinois oh. kind. It's I know, Illinois. I know. If you would let I was me waiting speak. waiting to be like, it's North Scott. It, Hold it, on, Celia. What, what's your, uh, Celia, what's yours? Bureau Valley being 2-0. I don't you know. Took I didn't take it. When I first got here, I did a preview on Matt Pistol taking over as head coach. And so I'm really excited to see his storm 2-0. He's been working towards this for a while, and I'm happy to see them have some success. Take that, Stockpile. I, okay, I'm going to piggyback off that because I love that story because Pistol is a Bureau Valley graduate. And he's a state champion with the storm? I believe, yes. I believe he was yes, on the – he was on that team. I believe he was on a state championship team. And I, And I – uh, yeah, it must have been. Yeah. That's the only one they've ever won. So yeah. I just said last week, I just said last week in the podcast that there's pressure enough to like rebuild a program, but especially when you're an alum of the program that has had success at the very highest level to come in and have to completely flip it around. I get it. It's only two games, but man, they needed this and it, it's really great. And yes, Cuffler, you just brought it up. I believe if, if, if Coach Pistol was on the team with Garrett Barnes, I agree. Garrett Barnes is like the best high school athlete I've ever seen on a football field. He was insane. Oh, completely agree. And the game that I shot at DeCoin is probably the best game ever. <laughs> yes, they had a playoff game in Decoin, on their way to that state championship, I believe. Yes. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. He was an unbelievable state athlete. My final game. 
Yeah, yeah, state semifinal, unbelievable. All right, happy for Bureau Valley. That would have been 06, 05 or 06. I think it was 05. I remember it well. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we already stole your Thunderstock, so now you got to go with something else, like you don't have something else ready to go. Oh, yeah. Mendota, who struggled in the Big Northern, moves to the Three Rivers. They're 2 0 also. They they beat East Erie Prophetstown, and then they clobbered my Riverdale Rams tonight. (laughs) Brian Stocking, proud Riverdale alum, and they, yeah, they they took it on the chin tonight. But yes, another great story. Mendota's a great story coming into the Three Rivers, going 2 0. Cuff, where are you going? I'll stay in the Three Rivers, and uh, I enjoy uh, Rock Ridge getting that win tonight to go 1-1 one one, but beat Newman for the first time in six games. That was a huge game. I just feel like if you got Princeton and Newman to start your season as bad as week one was for them, if you could end with a split at 1-1, one one, that is a great takeaway. Yeah, that's yeah. That's all I got. That's yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And a two-touchdown two win tonight. I mean, it wasn't just a yep. e out of victory. They won by two touchdowns and pretty much dominated the second half. My source on the Western Big Six, Matt Randazzo, what do you got? Do Western Big Six? Yeah. I think it's cool that, that I wasn't going to do Western Big Six, but UT's 2-0. It's not the hardest schedule in the world. Don't get mad at me, UT people, but they've dominated two teams. They've won six straight games, and, I mean, we kind of joke and laugh a little bit, but, like, East Peoria is, a, is, is the team that kind of struggles down in, in, in the Peoria area. And that used to be UT. And it's it wasn't a blip in the radar. They had to replace a ton of dudes, and they've done that. Now, will they win the Western Big Six? Who knows? Will they take second again? Who knows? But they've continued to play really well, and they didn't just squeak out some victories over bad teams. They've hammered some teams. They're really good. Geneseo's really good. Um, I was going to say um, Tegan, uh, Tegan Davis. Like yeah. Person tonight. And, like, somebody told me earlier tonight, I was uh, Coach Whiteman at Rock Ridge when I was out there, that, like, Watching him play reminded them of Riley Federer, and how he and that was a dynamic athlete yeah. for Rock Ridge. Yeah, he can, he, can run, he, he can he can run it. He can throw it. Um, I got to see him for a quarter tonight, and he's really good. So I yelled at Stockpile for only saying one, and I railed off three. Ha! Yeah. I win. <laughs> what I think is really interesting is that Princeton was a dominant offense a year ago, but a completely different style of offense. Yep. Yeah. It was so much pounding run game and then some play action and now man tegan davis really opens things up he actually he caught a pass last week it was a like pitch out and then throw back to him sprinting down the sideline and they called him out of bounds at the end of the half so like there's dynamic playmaking abilities there obviously good good thing we stretched that 30 seconds yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) we went me we made we made it well into midnight so we're not done yet, but we're done. (laughs) I think we're done. I think we're done. All right, so that's a look at a Friday night and what goes into shooting local high school football. Started at, what did I say, stock 545? 445. For about 445, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now you're beyond the seven-hour mark. And now here we are. Do you get overtime? (laughs) Yeah, well, I get paid so well, so that's why, you know, that's why I come back and do it. All right, we got to go. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. That'll do it for this week's episode of View from the West. Thank you so much for listening. I encourage you to go out to Apple Podcasts or Podbean and subscribe so you can follow along and downloads will come automatically every week. You can follow along on Twitter at ViewFromWestPod. You can also email me if you're interested in being a sponsor, ViewFromWestPod at gmail.com. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week.